0: Craig, screw you.
1: Oh, Craig. Oh,
0: Craig. Craig always
1: trying to betray us.
2: Craig.
1: Anyways, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Far Side Podcast. And welcome. if you're new, welcome as well. <laughs> but yeah, just a disclaimer this episode is going to be a little bit different. Ooh. We tried a different recording system and yes, format. Right. So, just expect any surprises along the way as you listen to this episode.
0: So, uh, hello everybody. Um, welcome to the Farsight Podcast. I know most of you guys here already know what Farsight Podcast is all about. But for the new people, of course, we need to explain what is us all about or like this is all about. So, Farsight Podcast is all about learning. Growing, sharing our thoughts and experiences, stories set apart from the rest of the world. All while having fun. But for this episode, it won't be from us. It will be from somebody else. Diba we mentioned stories from like basta. It's stories. (laughs) So we want to introduce Trey Ramulia later on the episode. Yeah. But right now, he's our guest, as you can see in her title.
1: Before we get into the topic, we'd we'll like to know how our guest is doing. So stay tuned and we'll see you guys in the episode.
0: So, hi, Cliff yeah. Hi. Thank you for coming to... in the podcast or hopping on sure. the podcast.
3: And I love starting so... podcasts. This is so much fun. <laughs> right.
1: So, yeah, Cleo Trey, um, can you please introduce to the people who do not know you yet?
3: All right. Hi, I'm Trey um podcaster, businessman. Um, I graduated Paul's Eye in DLSU. Oh. So that's that's something that people don't really know about oh, me like, really? right away. But right. I did graduate Paul's Eye in DLSU, um, mm-hmm. wanted to be a lawyer Wanted to do like Ooh. kind of the diplomat thing. Um, and here I am today, not doing that. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, run a few businesses, do the podcasting thing. And I run Sand Studios. Sand Studios is the studio that does make my podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And right now, we're actually building up more podcasts along the way. Not just wow. now.
0: So is you're like helping po- other podcasters, is that your official work?
3: It's not it's not what puts money in my bank account. Mm. Okay. but it re- but it does um, help out with the overall um, studio and the overall community. So it's something that I do enjoy doing. Um, also because like we partnered up with a what do you call this? We, we partnered up with a store that actually sells like podcasting equipment, oh. streaming equipment. So like the more that of course we do well, they do well, and along the way, it helps out. Sick.
1: Nice. I did not know did that. Know it. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's, it's it's not something that I say publicly, but Ooh. but that's the that's the gist.
0: Amazing. So, we met Kuya Trey. I mean, I met Kuya Trey mm-hmm. through listening through his podcast. It's Bente. It's on Spotify still. Yep. And uh, what happened to Bente Kuya Trey?
3: I wonder. Ooh. Um, so when the pandemic hit last year, it was really difficult for us to keep going the mm-hmm. same way we did before because we started a podcast that we would meet in person that we'd go to the guests. You know what I mean? Like We mm-hmm. had that whole setup. So when we tried to do the whole online thing, like it kind of didn't work out as well for us. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And along the way, like I still had the itch to like, really make more episodes. But then of course, like we got busy, Don got busy. So that's why I started my own thing, which is the White Stripe podcast, which I have now, and it's still running. Um, but then it's not like Bent is gone forever. It's just no. that we're not producing right now.
2: Okay.
3: Mm, I no, <laughs> <see>. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> we'll be back somehow. But yes. then um for now it's just not active. So through your podcasting,
0: um, say, career or passion, do yeah. you think that's what you're most known for? Or if there's any other
3: stuff? I think now I am.
2: Mm, like yeah.
3: Now it's kind of like, oh, he's the podcast person. <laughs> and I wanted that. I wanted to become that. And I'm not going to deny it. It's something that I sought out for. I was like, I want to be One of the names that people call out when you think about podcasts. And so far, that's what people have known me so far with. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's something that I really wanted to do. It's something that I wanted to accomplish. And other than that, it's this white stripe. Like my hair having a white stripe. And that's what I'm kind of most known for. Like, oh, it's Trey, Mm. the guy with white hair. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's me.
0: So what's the story behind your white hair?
3: Oh, okay. So, I have vitiligo. Um, so, vitiligo is like a, it's a skin disease that... It's an autoimmune disease that... It basically, like... It's weird. It can't deny the pigment on this specific spot
1: of mm. my head.
3: So, it thinks that the pigments on that specific spot are like alien particles or like something like that. Like, it's not off mm. my body. So, my body kills it. Like, oh. the, the pigmentation of that specific area. And on that specific area, grows white hair. Mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting.
3: So it's it's interesting because the time that I the th- the time that I got it first, so it started out with like one strand, mm-hmm. and like the, the doctor told me that what kind of triggers it is high stress. So I'm kind of just like what like what have I been stressing about, right? So I <laughs> yeah. thought about it again. That week, I had two competitions in school. Uh... I was still in high school. <clears throat> Mm. So this is something that we can talk about again later. But like, I was still in high school at that time. I was 14, I believe. I had one piece of white hair. yeah, Because like my dad has kind of like the salt and pepper hair. So I was kind of just like, oh, I'll be like him. Because he got it (laughs) early in life. So I was like, no, why do I have like one piece of white hair? And it was a long strand, by the way. And then it just started to grow a bit. And then I realized, because, okay, that week, I I had a battle of the band's on like the Tuesday. yeah, mm-hmm. And then I had finals the next week. Oh, no. And oh, I no. also had, okay, so I was part of the, I was part of the school pageant. Ooh. Which is on uh. that Friday. So this is like the finalist round of that. And I did that for like just the laughs, but I got stressed about it because they made us do so much. <laughs> <recently>. <laughs> so, I was, like, so that all like piled up. And I think it might have triggered it. I'm not quite sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that did trigger the start of the white hair. That's why I have white hair.
0: For the longest time, I was like, why white stripe podcast? But is that intentional or is it something
3: personal? It's it's natural to it's me. It's natural. Mm. Yeah. I I never have to do anything to it. It just grows out this way. So I was in college. My my friend was like, so I had this friend, and then she would always make fun of me. Like in a funny, in a fun way, right? Mm. Like whenever I come in, she'll be like, Oh, Mr. White Stripe is here. And then like I'd have a laugh about it. Like, that was the first time I heard it. But that name stuck in my head. I was like, Mm. "Why do I like it? Why do I like that name?" And then I just kept using it until today. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll just say this right now, like off the bat. I actually believed the first um, the April Fool's joke. Oh my (laughs) god! I was gonna be honest with you.
1: (gasps) Oh my god! I I, I, I was gonna mention (laughs) that.
3: I believed that when. I, I don't know why, because like, okay, because the thing was like, Brian messaged me about mm. it coming on, right? And then I yeah, never heard yeah, yeah. about it again. So for me, I was just like, did they, like, I want to know what happened to them. So mm. I, went to your, I went to Brian's Instagram first. <laughs> and then he was I was like, okay, there's no signs of like, Hazel on here. So I don't know mm. what's happening. So I I, so I was like, oh, first oh, side. Yeah, far yeah. side so I went to your website, uh, to your um Instagram, right? So I went to your Instagram and I was just like, what? They split up. I didn't even get to talk to them. That's
2: all. (laughs) Because
3: all the posts were gone. And I was just like, Mm. oh. And then you were saying stuff like, oh, we're still going to release an episode, which sounds fair. Like, it sounds like it could happen, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then at the end, I was like, why did I believe this? (laughs) That's the thing. I didn't believe the other posts that I saw. For some reason, that one hit me. Because I was waiting for Brian's message for like a month. (laughs) <laughs> mm, yeah, and I, and I didn't get it so i was like oh they, they ended things that's pretty sad
1: oh yeah that was mine there was a lot of people that
3: it was a good touch to also like archive all your previous posts
1: oh that was that was my idea that's yeah. when people like lost it
3: that, that was a good touch i like that
0: so that's just that for that part we just talked about queer trey and how we knew him and what he's all about. We also talked about our day, our week, and April Fools. But for the topic, we just brought in kui and talked about how he was back then as a teenager. Of course, we wanted to get stories and advices. So we'll see you guys in the icebreaker. Bye. So like, what do you miss about being a teenager? So, if so, if there's any, what is that one thing you miss about it?
3: I miss my high school friends. Oh, no. Mm. I don't get to see them often anymore. Mm. One big reason is because I I went to an an international school. So, most of my friends are not even in the country anymore, like in high school. So, some of them have gone to the States, Australia japan korea um even like dubai i really miss them because like it's hard and like even my friends of state like who stayed here in the philippines they went to, they went to different colleges they went to up they went to ateneo so like they were like northern from where i was because mm, yeah. i yeah. i live in the south and i went to manila for um college so i didn't get to see them often and mm-hmm. i do kind of miss that that friendship that I had with them because I didn't get because you know what I mean like we had so much fun in high school I have so many fun memories with them but I don't get to see them as much as I used to I know some like groups of friends still get to see like each other after college but that's just not something that I was able to do you know I missed my school being so near to me because when you because when, when I went to like DLSU it was like yeah. that took away three oh. to four hours of my day just to get there to go home, you know? Because, like, Mm. if you add it up, it it takes, like, an hour and a half to get there and come back. Mm. Sometimes two hours to get there. So, like, I did miss having a school nearby. Oh, you know, there's something that I wanted to tell you guys. that I'm not quite sure if you know about me. I was homeschooled. Oh! Fellow
1: homeschooler.
3: I was homeschooled until until second year of high school. Oh. Oh, Third, fourth year. I I went to, like, a, a... a regular school, like, traditional school, like, for third and fourth year. But mm. from, like, the start of school to the second year of high school, I was homeschooled.
1: Wow. That's sick. I grab it. That's why we all gravitated. <laughs> it,
3: it's yeah. the homeschool vibe. That's, right. that's what it is. That's yes, so true. Vibe.
1: Maybe, yeah. In this upcoming part, Cleo Trace shares an eventful moment in high school that straight-up sounds like a scene from a comedy sitcom. So, uh, be all ears on this one because it was quite enjoyable to listen in
0: what was your best story or highlight
3: when you were a teenager that's like 10 years of my life you're making me choose that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when i was in third year high school i remember i was just walking around the school as you will like just minding my own business right and then one of the history teachers comes up to me, and this, she wasn't even my history teacher. So she comes up to me, and then she was like, "Trey, I have a letter for you." And I was just like, uh, "Okay, sure." Like, you know, so I I got the letter, and then she was like, "Yeah, you know, just read through it, ask your parents, and let me know by next week." So I was like, "What is this?" Okay, sure. So when I opened it, it was an invitation to join. It was called the Harvard Model Congress asia so this was in hong kong so my parents were just like are you sure you want to go and i was like yeah and then of course it's pretty cool because it had like the Marvel. i was gonna say marvel the harvard (laughs) seal on it so of course like it's pretty it's pretty cool Mm. so my dad was kind of just like okay you can go and then i remember when we flew out to hong kong because that was my first time going out without my parents so i was like this is so cool like you know what i mean like (laughs) i'm like I called myself independent, even though like really I wasn't, but I'm independent. <laughs> like I'm going out without the parents. Yeah. Um, right. Um so, but so yeah, imagine like being 14 and being able to do something like that. It was like a huge blessing for me to experience. Dang. And then when I got there, we were in um we were in Hong Kong University, HKU, which is like the at the I'm not sure how about like about now, but at the time it was the number one university in Asia. Mm-hmm. so when imagine going getting there being able to see the whole campus being able to see how they do things it was so nice it was um like i imagine like the best building of DLSU, make it like two times nicer and multiply that by the whole campus that's what <laughs> it felt like go this is one of my favorite memories so so of course like we have a roommate right while we're there mm-hmm. So we're a team of, I believe, like ten representatives, all from my school. So my 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 um, my my roommate was just like, um oh like oh, I'm kind of hungry, and then the other room like right right beside us who they were also guys and they were upper batch because I was third year they were fourth year. So the fourth year guys were like, do you guys want to go down to 7-Eleven and buy some food? Wait was not allowed. We were not allowed to leave the hotel basically mm. without a teacher. But I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm hungry. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting alcohol. I'm not getting alcohol or doing anything. I'm getting water yeah. and like ramen, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting food for me. Mm. Yeah. I, I, my, my personal belief was like, I'm not really doing anything wrong. All right, let's go. So we went. So we went inside the elevator." We went down and then it stopped at the level where all the other representatives were. Yeah. So it opened and we saw our friend running across the hallway into the elevator. Oh no. And we we're like, why are you running? And then she goes, close it, close it, close it, close Something's it, close it. <laughs> we were like, wait, why? You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to close mm-hmm. it? And then the moment that the when like ding, so started to close. <laughs> the head teacher of our oh, school no. ran in front of the escalator, oh, was and was screaming at us like, "Where, are you going? where are you guys going? And, just, and it's gonna guys, where are you guys going? Where are you going? <laughs> and, just go, and then ding, and then just closed on her. So oh, the whole oh, time, my the, God. the whole time, like imagine going down from like level sixteen to the ground floor. We were just like,
1: um, oh no. Uh,
3: uh, let's go Can we go back up <laughs> wait can we still buy 7-11 like, is that okay and then we're like no 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 we have to go back up we have to go back up like, alright fine fine
1: wow that makes me miss going out yeah
3: that's true I, love, I miss going
0: out so much especially my friends yeah, I only get to talk exactly. to my friends and like have fun with them physically but whenever it's online
3: it's kinda hard <laughs>
1: That's so true. I know what you mean. As we delve in going back to Kuiatree's past, we get to know who he admires and respects as he grew up.
0: Do you have someone whom you look up to, whether, you know, um, back when you're a teenager or
3: now? I've always looked up to my dad in a different way that I haven't looked up to other people um Mm -hmm. like there have been a lot of people that i've looked up like i've looked up to you know like i've admired um but the way that i like the relationship that i have with my dad is completely different you know what i mean like to me i'm kind of just like i don't deserve this love that you're giving me it's Mm -hmm. just something that i i've experienced my whole life but i don't know why you know right like so many things were said that i've said and then there's so many things that were forgiven. And to me, and then like i would seen him like also improve himself in, along the years. You know, he wasn't stubborn about it. He was um, like I saw him lose because like he used to be super. He used to be very overweight. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one thing. And then I watched him like lose seventy pounds. Wow. wow. And like and to me, that was just like wow, you know. So that, that that's a, and that's just one of the things I've seen him all struggle with business because we have businesses. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen failed business after failed business, after failed business, you know, to me, that's how I grew up. I grew up not really knowing which business my dad was doing that, that year. Cause it kept changing. Mm. And then like, I just kept seeing him, um, learn and fail and, but then keep going and keep providing for us. I never went hungry, even though. I didn't know that my dad was losing so much money at the time. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. I, just, I never knew that. He never gave me that 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 idea that, like, oh, we don't have much money. I never felt that. To me, it was just like, I get to live in this house, and I get to eat, and I get to do all that stuff. I'm in homeschool. You know what I mean? I was just like, it didn't mm. affect me at all. Yeah. And then, so to me, the way that I saw him really keep going it's just something that I've really looked up to my whole life. Even when I was like a kid and I didn't know about the whole struggles. Like to me, he was just like, oh, he's, he has, he's a businessman and, you know, mm. we do this, right? Um, but then I kept seeing um, failure and learning and, you know, try again and all that stuff. And that kind of rubbed off on me. You know, I don't think I'd ever be the man who I am today without him. So if you're asking me like in general definitely him you know mm. that's my, my life is like my life is like um like he he's not a person sure but to me i'm just like i want to be like that you know it's just it's it, and and i know that's rare to have yeah so that's why i'm very very grateful for it
1: wow that really hits home because yeah. i really look up to my dad me too as yeah. well and i i know that you also grew up in a christian household yeah so i can also relate with that and just seeing that wow such a great provider like he's really the man of the family the breadwinner yeah so grab it so it's like so reassuring and i don't think i mean there's lots of people who you know are probably feeling the same way or you know some people who don't and yeah it shows how privileged we are and you know, Actually we're blessed. We are so privileged. Yeah. And yeah. you know you're privileged when you don't know your privilege, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that, and, that's and really it, and it was
3: growing up that I felt it more, you know.
1: Mm, that's true. That I had that's my true. Own business. That, that I yeah. felt like,
3: oh my gosh, this is hard, you know? Like, yeah. And it, it was growing up and having these different friendships, these different relationships in my life. Mm. To think, you know what I mean? Like I had to go through all of that, and then I realized that. Um, he went through it worse than I did, actually, growing Mm up. Because, like, he didn't, like, he had his mom and his dad, but, like, they weren't, they didn't live together as a family, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, for very long. So, it it was, like, there were so many complications in his life that I don't even have, Yeah, you know? So, to me, it was, it's just, like, I'm so glad. And, like, okay, he had me really young. He had me at Mm -hmm. 19. So. Imagine, and I'm 22. I'm just like I can't imagine caring for a child right now. And by the time he was 22, he had two. So I'm just like, how did you do that? (laughs) You know. But then, but then it's really like it's really uh, God's grace for sure, and and just um, seeing how he's been humbled so many times but kept going. Because I see that also in my dad, and
0: um, I just realized now where does it come from. And of course, if you don't have that relationship with God, it would be hard. In this segment, we get to find out more about Queer Trey and who he was as a teen and how much has he changed now. Let's see what Queer Trey has to say. And that's not even a poem about himself.
1: So I think this goes right to our next question. Which is really, yeah, it matches. So what is something that you value or cherish back then? And do you still cherish it now?
3: I think, okay, this is something that I had to deal with myself. Because when I was younger, mm. I tell you, I I wanted people's approval so much.
2: Mm. Like just yeah. as a
3: younger person, I, you know what I mean? Like I just really, really wanted people to like me. In my head, I was just like, if they like me, then they'll respect me. And if they'll respect me, they'll listen to me. You know, like that's just kind of my thing. Um, and I don't necessarily think that that's a wrong thing to think. But yeah. it reached the point for me where I started to perform for people. You know, mm. it was like if they, they, if they were doing something detrimental to their health, I wouldn't stop them because I was like, nah, man, you do you. You know, like yeah. I'm here to like support and help you out. Um, if you make bad choices, that's on you. Fine. But then to me, I I felt like I didn't do much sometimes. You know what I mean? I didn't fight back because yeah. I was just like, oh, like, no, like this. I want this person to respect me. So to make it in my head, I was like to make them respect me. They have to like me. And if they like, you know what I mm. mean? For them to like me, I can't fight back. You know, I can't argue. I can't do that stuff. Um, but then, right now, it it was a realization for me that I value honesty now more th- more mm. than before. I value upfront honesty. I don't like things sugar coated. You know, I don't yeah. like it. I don't even like it when I feel like some. You know, the waffle method. No, <laughs> or like the
2: no,
3: or like it's like a sandwich. It's like good. Oh, and then like critique. Yeah, and then and then, and then good feedback. Mm. Something like that. I don't even like it when people do that. Because to me, I'm just like, tell me. Tell me, mm. <laughs> tell, tell, tell me what you think. <laughs> tell me what you know. And I did I couldn't do that before, because before I'd be so scared of what people thought about me. Mm. Um, and even like starting the podcast alone was a big jump for me. Cause you know, like it's my own thing. If it fails, it's on me.
1: Yeah.
3: If if I'm not good at it, it's on me. I have no one else to blame but me, you know um but then yeah that was a big difference in my like i learned that along like the last few years right and definitely being in high school i was just like i really wanted people to like me
1: i think you've answered our second question which was like you have any regrets or something you could have done (laughs) changed so yeah (laughs) yeah
3: that's it so basically like I, i i was a big performer for people and I wish that I wasn't because there were so many yeah. things that I could have said. Not not just said, right? But like there's so many like things I could have written, released, yeah. you know, like um because I love writing. I love writing
2: Ooh.
3: um different kinds of things. So maybe if I wasn't so scared, I would ha- I would have actually posted some of them. And I w- and I wish that I kept them.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of take in, because actually like seeing i i've had i've have some friends that are like that and i guess it's hard to really see yeah. what it was from their perspective so it really helped a lot from seeing how you were that person back then yeah. so yeah i mean people change which is good
3: <laughs> yeah for sure like, yeah. people do change
1: what were your challenges throughout your teen years and like were you able to face them comparing then
3: to now, yeah. During my teen years, again, I was a big people pleaser, so
0: all of us, I
3: wish I wasn't, you know. What I mean, like, I wish I was more, yeah. Um, I wish I could challenge people more, you know. What I mean, it doesn't even have to mm. be like in a bad way, but like, I want to challenge thoughts, challenge ideas. Why does it have to be that way? Mm. Um, and that's for me, that was something that I developed. In college, which because I took policy of all the courses to take, you know, I mean? like <laughs> learning about politics, you know, <laughs> oh to me, I was just like, reading about all of that, it made me wonder, like, why does it have to be this way? Why is the world like this? Mm. You know, and to me, of course, because of being a people pleaser, if if you're an authority of me or like you know, what I mean, if if you're in a position that's like quote unquote above me, I'm mm. like, yeah, you're right. There's nothing I can do about it, you know, but. It was only later on where I was just like, they're not always right. They're not. Mm -hmm. And not that I will be disrespectful, right? Not that I'm going to break the law. I'm not. But it's just, to me, I was wondering why I didn't question a bit more. Just a bit. Mm
2: -hmm. Like, not a whole
3: lot. Just a bit. And then when I kind of accepted that part of myself that asked questions... I found myself even more drawn to why things were done a certain way. So, for example, like the church, right? I kept So there was a phase in my life where I was kind of just like, why are we doing it this way? Or like even my relationship with God, God, why are you this way? And then it was through the questioning and, of course, having guidance and having people around me. And I didn't get the answer right away a lot. You know, sometimes it took a few years, a few months. But then it was, uh, there, like, the questions led me to, ev- to even a, a deeper belief than I had prior. Mm. Mm. And I didn't have that before. Yeah. I wish I did. Um, but then to me, that was, like, a big thing. And I kind of learned that, like, you know, to, to, to not take things just as they are, but to kind of just think about challenging it. It doesn't have to be, like, a fight. It doesn't have to be a war. But, like, just challenge the thought. Why?
1: College provides a higher education on what career path you want to take. Here, Career Trade tells us a different story, chasing to find what he's passionate about and following what he truly wants to be. Does his college life reflect the things he's doing now? Yeah, so moving on, what was your dream when you were a teenager? Because I know, Ooh, yeah, you yeah. took eye, So yeah. was that like yeah. your dream? Was that something you actually wanted to take? Yeah,
3: so... um. So I took Sai took for college. At first, like, okay, so growing up, I wanted to be a businessman because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, dad's a businessman. I want to do that. That seems pretty cool. Um, and then during college, because I went to these different conferences, you know, Harvard, mm-hmm. Model mm-hmm. College, Asia, Model United Nations, all that stuff. Because of that, I wanted to become a diplomat. So I was just like, oh, I like doing what I'm doing here. You know, maybe I can be good at this. You know, I like speaking. I like talking to people. You know, I like uh being like a middleman, like of a conversation. I like that, you know? I like representing mm-hmm. something big. That seemed fun to me. Um and then the idea of Paul I came in later on. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, what do you do to get to be be a diplomat. So CSB had a program, but I didn't want to go mm. to CSB. <laughs> just like okay, I just be honest, oh, like I no. didn't want to go to CSB. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got I okay. So I applied for LaSalle Entrepreneurship. So I applied for business, and then I got in. Like I got accepted into business, and my course at the time was kind of it was kind of like a hard course to get in, relatively to full mm. time. So. I wanted to become a lawyer for a while. Um, so I wanted to go into law school, probably like second year of college. That's when like my peak interest. And then third year, I was kind of like, I wasn't sure anymore. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go to law school. So I just, so I went to an internship in a law, I uh, know, sorry, in a regional trial court in Pasig. So I worked for a trial court, you know, I was just there watching, the, listening to the hearings, watching how things were done. And while I enjoyed my time there, I realized that it's not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I went back to business after. <laughs> so in the end, my dad was right. <laughs> but, but I'm glad I had the experience of Paul Right.
1: Yeah. I think um I'm going to ask a question that's what? not here on the what? doc, but teens these days are struggling with their path going to college especially mm-hmm. people my age um right. cuz i think we all have that mindset that oh whatever course you're going to go to it's going to be the job you'll have forever type right, of mindset right yeah so i just like <laughs> what what are your, what were your like thought process <laughs> yeah. or what what is yeah. what should be your take when picking a course if you're gonna go to college? Ooh.
3: All right. Um okay, so I'll just get this right off the bat. Honor your parents. Um, like don't be rude, don't all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. should be a given. Um but at the same time, don't limit yourself to just what they want, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, of course we're all in different boats, we all all have different family dynamics and all that stuff uh but if you really want to try it just try convincing you know what i mean like
1: yeah
3: because i'm i took policy look where i am today it's i'm (laughs) I'm not doing anything about like you know Mm. what i mean like yeah if my dad was mean he could say like how much money did i waste for that degree but (laughs) i don't think it's i don't think (laughs) it's a waste to me because it changed how i view the world and how i analyze things um so, I don't consider it a waste, but like if someone like him who paid for the whole thing, I can understand why. Um, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't say that, by the way. I'm, I'm just saying he could yeah, yeah, if he wanted to. But then, yeah, you're really not going to know exactly what you want all the time. That's the thing, it's reality. The thing. Even yeah. for me, I graduated college. I thought I wanted one thing. And then look where I am today. I didn't think I'd have like a podcast network of um equipment and of shows and help out producing other shows i didn't think i'd be doing that now you know to me i was just like i'm gonna make money i didn't know how (laughs) but but then to me i was like i'm gonna make money and um honestly okay so like there there are a few professions that of course you need your degree right medicine engineering um pilots all that stuff Get a degree, go. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ride an airplane if you don't have a degree in flying airplanes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. At the same time, your skill set isn't necessarily determined by the college training that you had.
2: Yeah. You know,
3: I didn't learn how to speak in college. I didn't learn how to edit in college. I didn't learn how to Photoshop in college or to manage a band because of college. You know, it was during yeah. college that I refined those skills. Sure. But I didn't learn that from my professors. Yeah. It, you yeah. guys are not podcasting. They didn't teach you in school. This is how <laughs> you is make true. a podcast. Yeah. You learned how to do it. And that's just something that we all have to kind of do if we really want to try something, you know? <laughs> okay, because yeah, on the podcast, I do everything. right? Yeah, from, like,
2: mm. from like really? talking,
3: editing, posting, all that stuff. And also in the business, I do the same thing. So, it's because of those different experiences, because that's why I can do this. You know, that's why I, I have the capability to do it because of all those past experiences. And yeah, just keep learning because you never know what's going to come in handy in the future. So, for you know, continuing from that
0: last question, are you grateful for what you have now?
3: Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. No doubt about it. Let's Um, go. Especially now that, you know what I mean? Like, we're in a a season, we're in a year where people are losing a lot of things. Like, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. It's a pandemic, limited work, limited opportunities to take, you know. It's not the same as it was a few years ago where you felt like, you know, like this opportunity opportunities not everywhere you go but like you can find some now it's very scarce you don't really know where to find it or if you're gonna find it right to me being able to even just live under this roof where i don't have to pay rent to me it's just wow (laughs) Um, because like in my business i had i learned that paying rent you know electricity all that stuff Mm. i had to learn that and I remember because I had to pay in the 8th of every month. and the 8th of the month, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the money that I earn yeah. is just going there. You know what I mean? Like, I have yeah. to pay my rent. I have to pay my bills. So for me to still be able to live here without having to pay for anything in this house. And, you know, I'm very grateful. I can't complain about that. Um, there are so many things in my life where, like, even, like, friendships, relationships, to me. Me, I'm just like, um, yeah, I have my friends and not everyone can say that, you know? Yeah. And yeah. if you guys have friends, you know, hold on to that because you never really know what's going to happen. So I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful. Is adulting hard? <laughs>
2: oh, my
3: gosh. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Personal, personally, yeah, I like being an adult more than I liked being younger. Mm. Okay. Not every, not everyone will agree with me on this. <laughs> I, <have> <laughs> I think like, I kind of oh, agree with you, even though I'm not an adult. <laughs> Some people are like, "Oh my gosh, I miss being a teenager or I miss being a kid." Yeah. I never felt that way. I've always mm. like wanted to be older, actually, because to me, mm. I like to be autonomous. I like to make my own decisions. I like, you know, how not. Mm. Having other people make decisions for me. So, growing up and having more opportunities to make decisions kind of really helped me in that way. It's harder, sure, but it's also more fulfilling when you get to certain milestones, you know? It's different. It's a different experience, at least for me, because I like the challenge of business, I like the challenge of creating content. So whenever I have... Okay, so if you go to Bente episode, I think four, um, it's just Don and I talking about our exes. And yeah. I, imagine like a thousand people t- listening to Don and I talk about our exes. Like, that's really <laughs> fun. Me, I'm just like, this is fun. I, I would not do that if I was a teenager. Who, what teenager would do that? But yeah, <laughs> to Don and I, To Don and I, we were just like, all right, let's do it. Like, it's Valentine's Day and we need content. So we made that, and it's our best rated episode. So you know, you never really you know.
0: <laughs> it's amazing to hear.
3: So, what
0: is something you held on to as you were growing up?
3: Um, could be anything. As so, well. for me, yeah, 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 For me, it would just be honestly like that that faith that God's plan is always better. Mm, yeah. Um I've had a lot of friends that lost their way. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So many people from my, f- even friends, or just in the community, where, you know, you go to college, and suddenly their whole mindset changes, and suddenly, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, they, they feel like a different person. Or maybe that was just who they really were, but, you know, they were just faking it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, it could be anything. Yeah. But, in my head, because, okay, when you go to Taft, just being be honest yeah. here, like, if you go to Taft. You can get anything you want if you look hard enough. Anything.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Like any substance, any pleasure, any kind of um, relationship. If you look hard enough and if you're persistent, you will find it, you know? And sometimes you don't even have to look for it. It just pops up in front of you. Here, have this. And so when people go astray or like lose their faith, I don't necessarily blame them because it's really, really hard. Even, even I had a hard time. Yeah,
2: that's but, true.
3: But like, it, and I consider myself like someone who's like really grounded in the faith. You know, I, I'm a leader, I'm mm-hmm. all that stuff. But like, to me, that was hard. That was a hard time. You know, so being, so having someone who is not that deeply rooted put in that situation, I understand. You know, I understand completely. Imagine having a tough life and then suddenly in front of you is like, here, forget about that life for like a few hours, you know? Um, But at the same time, for me, I've I've always thought that if I go down that road, I don't know how I'd get out, you know? It's just something that I... So I told myself, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to not even, like, a small, like, dose or whatever. Like, not even, like, just a bit of this. Um, because of that experience. Because I saw people, like, you know, when they indulge, they're happy and everything. But then you can kind of tell, like, they're still also looking for something. And for me, I was also looking for something. So we were on the same boat. It's just that, you know what I mean? Like, we're... Yeah. Um, to me, I felt like I had something to look forward to. I had... A promise that I had to be faithful to. I felt like God was always just reminding me that there was something better, but I had to wait for it. That's no? true. That's true. And it's hard. It's really hard sometimes. <laughs> Where God, because like something, sometimes something's right in front of you when it's an opportunity or whatever. But sometimes God tells you, "No, that's not what I have for you." And you're just like, "Ah." Uh, but when? <laughs> but <You> when?
2: <laughs> when? <laughs> when God? When? Yeah. when? <laughs>
3: Like, can you just tell me when, God? And then he doesn't answer. And I'm like, doesn't I find... answer. <laughs> yeah. It's big... But it teaches you patience. And for yeah, me, that was something I really had to hold on to. Um, also, integrity, for sure. I had oh, yeah. to, like, mm. to me, that's, like, the most important thing. Um, who I am in private and who I am in public, and no matter who I'm with, I should be not necessarily, like, the same exact exact personality, right? You're different with your parents and your best friends, but... Yeah, you never waver from your conviction, and that's something yeah. that I had to hold on to, the integrity. Because in my head, I'm like, if I mess up, someone will find about, someone will find out about it. I can't keep secrets. That's just my thing. I, I don't believe something to be a secret forever. Yeah. So to me, I, if if I'm not ready to, you know, if I don't want people to to know about this, or if I don't want, you know what I mean, to have damage done for me because of something like this, I'd rather just not do it. And some people might say it's KJ. Or whatever. But to me, I'm just like, eh, it's, it's better for my
0: life, I think. It's hard in Talaga to know what God wants for
3: you. And uh, like, you're never really, yeah. really gonna know. You're that's never gonna thing. know. Like, that's the thing. That's why we need faith. Because uh, yeah. if we knew what God wanted for us, we wouldn't need faith. I just realized that's true. And
0: if He did reveal everything now, then what's the purpose of faith?
3: And honestly, if you knew everything now, that wouldn't be any fun. That's true. Like, that's true. It's it's not fun. Like God tells you, oh, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be Go doing this, with, person, with this person, <laughs> It's kind of just like, it's kind of just like, okay, sure. But, you know. Um, yeah. It's it's the journey, the mystery that we find things and we really yeah. get to know who God is along the way. So, that's yeah. that, that's the fun in it.
0: So, closing off the episode, yay! Kuya Trey, boom, bars, shares his advice to teenage Trey and the audience, as well as what he held on to growing up. All of those questions leads to one last question. So if you can turn back to 13 to 16-year-old Trey and meet him personally, what is something you would change or what is... Or, what new advice
3: would you give him? I would tell him, and I'm just being more honest, I'll tell him yeah. to release whatever he wrote. Yeah. And that's practical mm. advice. I could, like, there's so many things I could say. I could say, like, don't care what people think so much. And that's true mm. also. But I would, because that's that's what I regret. I, well, I re, really you super regret, but like, I wish that I did. But, you know, I wish that yeah. I was more open and bold with what I wrote at the time. And mm. I actually have this one story where, I did write something and it was for the girl at the time that I really, really liked. Mm. Um, so I wrote about it and I thought it was nice. I showed a friend and then the friend was like, bro, this is so nice. Can I share this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then he goes like, no, it's nice. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Like if you want, like mm. don't put your name on it. Just put it on a website. And I, that's what I did, right? So I, because I, mm. I, I had like a dump website, like a WordPress site. And then I... So, I removed my name everywhere on that site. And I just left that one article. Mm -hmm. My friend who released that... Like, who shared that article, after a few hours, it went viral. Oh, wow. Wow. So, did you get credit, though? Okay. So, yeah. In a a few hours, I saw, like, it had, like, if I'm not mistaken, like, a thousand shares on Facebook. Yeah.
2: Wow. Like,
3: really, like, people were sharing it, talking about it. And then I was just like, oh, my name's not on there. I wish it was on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was like two or three days after, I I posted on my own account. I was just saying like, it's so great to see the reaction and your comments and everything about the thing that I wrote. Uh, I wasn't planning on releasing it. Because if I did, like, the girl at the time would read it and know it was, you know, like, it would all be weird. I don't want to do that. Um, but at the same time, I saw how it affected people. So I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll tell people it's me.
0: All right. So that's it for the episode. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Queer Trace company.
1: I enjoyed it a lot. I
0: enjoyed it. I
3: enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I, love, I love coming on podcasts. It's so much fun for me.
0: But yeah, it's been all about... Um, getting to know Kuya Trey and uh, what he likes and what he was like in the past. And also, we got advices, which is cool. You know.
1: So, if you want to see more content by us, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Farside Podcast. And we are on...
0: Oh, we're also in...
1: Listen to (laughs) (laughs) us.
0: We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube mainly. But we're and various more podcasting platforms just search Farside Podcast and we'll be there so um, Kuya Trey can you do the honors of plugging
3: your stuff no oh you know,
1: no, <laughs> 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 no um, <laughs> you asked <laughs> now
3: you can find me on Instagram and Twitter that's at Trey Remulia. and you can check the White Stripe Podcast on Spotify Apple and YouTube And for the YouTube and Facebook, go check out Sand Studio. So that's the studio production site where I do all my podcasts. So you can go check out that one. And if you want to know more about me, feel free to send a DM. Feel free to check out the episode. I'm really, really excited to get to know some of your friends. So also... Um, I have this new segment called Uncensored so if you feel like you want to ask me a question and I will say it on the podcast you can ask me personally a question through my bio so if you go to my bio on Instagram there's a link you press the link and it's going to say Uncensored ask a question or tell a story go ahead it's a Google Doc just go type it in completely anonymous and I will be answering it if I like the question. So just try it out. You have nothing to lose.
0: So any last words from Queer right?
3: If you are under 20, your life is so early. Have fun. Eh. Figure out things along the way. Um, <laughs> don't stop learning. If you want to learn like something. Okay. And honestly, just try it out. My podcast, I started out in my 20s. You never know what you're really going to do. Um, so just have fun with it. Feel free be open to change. Be open to new experiences. And listen to the White Stray Podcast. Okay, so that's it for this episode.
0: We will see you.
1: See you guys. Guys. On (laughs) On the the... far side
0: of
2: the moon.
1: Bye. Bye.
2: Peace out.